Hola, hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of A31 Comadres, where, where nothing's off the table cuando estás entre comadres. This is Frenchie. And this is Sam. And we are coming to you from Celebrates Media Studio in Life beautiful and Old Town Salinas. You want to say the Salas thing, bitch? Oh, sorry. Dang. Salinas, California. <laughs> We're getting it, guys. We're going to get it. I, I promise beer, you. okay? Of course. It's been that week. Obviously. <laughs> Cheers. La Cantina Brewing. Cheers. <laughs> And we go, yep, chug. <laughs> no, no chug. That was Saturday bitch, chug. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was like too much that Saturday. It was fun. Uh, it was, yes, it was a lot we of fun. We all needed that. Yes. Yes. This episode is sticking with our Pride Month, right? We're yes. doing all things Pride. And we don't have a guest. And obviously, Frenchie and I do not identify as being part of the LGBTQ community. But mm -hmm. there are so many people that do identify as being part of that community that make us so fucking happy. So exactly. we are going to talk about some of those people. <laughs> and this episode is entitled Me Siento Bien Gay <laughs> because we are happy. We're happy that these people exist, that they take up space, that they are living their true and authentic and they selves. Appreciate, we appreciate them. We, we love appreciate. them. You guys are our family. That's what it is. Like, yeah, you know what? Snow the product. If you didn't notice, you're my prima, <laughs> homie. <laughs> and you're from Michoacan, too. Damn. That's, we'll just kick it off like that. Snow the know? product. Yes. The like first you said, time, where it's like family, right? The first time I feel I like heard I her. know her. Dude, the first time I heard her, it was when she was coming out. I heard her last year, obviously. Well, during COVID, I was listening to a bunch of different music. And then there was this Mexican chick rapping the shit out of her soul, you know? And I was like, who the fuck is this? And I see she's repping La Bandera Mexicana. I was like, yo, I got to listen to her. And they see talking shit about Trump. And I was like, no, ya estuvo. Ya estuvo. Ya estuvo. Dude, Snow's been on for a hot minute. She has. She like, has. And the thing that I love the most about Snow, not just, I mean, you know, everyone who knows me knows that I love where I'm from. I yes. where I'm from. 831, Salinas, California, yes. all day long. And all day, the larger day. Monterey County, Bay Area, mm -hmm. Santa Cruz County. You know what I mean? Frisco. So, you know how it be like and so yeah so snow being from like san jose and stuff like that and i'm like yeah she's like an around the way type girl you feel me like <laughs> and i just love her style and her whole flow and what she was talking about and i feel like when first first came out and was making music mm -hmm. like she was talking about shit was going hella hard for rasa like Hell before yeah. it was cool to the be fucking yeah. yeah, like right now, I was talking to someone and she was like, oh, my kids want to claim their like, their dad is like part, I don't know, some raza, I can't even remember what it was. And they were like, oh, they want to really claim that part of like their, you know, heritage and identity. And I was like, yeah, because it's really in right now. You know what I mean? To be mm -hmm. ethnic and like that shit. To be different. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. like if you're like all of a sudden people who are like one fourth something are like, oh, I'm one fourth whatever. You know what I mean? Because they like, think that DNA. Bitch, <laughs> you, you weren't Mexican four years ago, bro. Like, where were you like like a year ago? I feel like the... Pilo, you know, he was like last year they didn't even like the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but we ain't never trip. All we know is... <laughs> Girl, don't get me started. I might like be that. on top of the table right now. <laughs> no, I feel like that. Like, last year, you weren't Mexican. You weren't claiming any of that. You talked hella white girl. And, like, now all of a sudden, all right, cool, whatever. But anyway, I think there's some people who do it performatively. And I think yeah. that other people actually come into their identity and accept it and stuff like that. But back to Snow. She's been repping this Snow, shit since dude. the get, bruh. Like, she has been this person and has been rapping about this same shit and going off and going hard for rasa from the get-go and i think a lot of people like they really did start to listen to her music within like the last you know year year and a half or whatever and like a lot of um more followers like her shit blows up on like instagram and stuff like that youtube and shit but like that new shit she has out right now with visa mm -hmm. mm, oh that yeah. shit goes so hard soy la mexicana con tremendo flow tengo todo el control cierra los ojos baby let's go 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 uh i love it that song goes so hard, bitch. I swear. It does. It goes it hella really hard. Does. She's just, she's, you know, talented. She's out there for her people. La, la raza. 
And she's just, dude, I just, I would want to fucking party with her. Her concerts look badass. Fuck dude. yeah. Like I seen videos on it on Instagram when she, mm-hmm. she came to Santa Cruz, bro. I wanted to go she did so her, bad. One of her music videos was her actually picking up fans and they yeah. all got into a limo and, and yeah, they were like. And they were like with the bottle, just mm-hmm. like, you know, with the champagne, just, you know, going crazy. Popping bottles. Yeah. <laughs> She's all down for her fans. Fuck yeah. yeah. And that's an amazing. She's hella down. That's why that's she's independent and like she can still get. I think that music video the last time I I saw on YouTube had like 68 million views or something like that. The new one that's out, right? Yeah, that one. Okay, I can TikTok. Thalia. Oh, yes. Yes. I was bringing that up, dude. I was even fat. I read your mind. Yes, I was. Okay, so I saw that video and, and like the fact that Thalia noticed and appreciated and liked the video that Snow did, the whole rap, you know, the video that's it's out there. And she ap- approved, you know? Yes. It's like, she got the Talia co-sign, yes, bitch. Yes. Like that that's, was, that's it. Malia, Maria La Del Barrio, Serge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, dude, people were tripping off on her video. And, like, people have never really heard of her. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a bunch of guys, like, nah, she ain't gonna rap. She's not gonna go hard. And when she went hard, they're like, whoa. Damn. They're like, I'm like, Eat your words. And then, up. not just that, but like I love her flow because like she could sing too and be more melodic, like mm-hmm. with her yeah, music and stuff. But when she goes off, I mean, she be like rapping fast, yeah. like Tech Nine fast. You yeah. feel me? Like yes. she be rapping like fast, fast. Mm-hmm. Like which I think is fucking amazing. She's hella talented. Oh, she's dope. Yeah. So that's kicking off. That's yeah. like one of the one of the people. I think she, does she identify? I don't remember if she identifies as gay or queer. I think it's lesbian queer something like I want to say I'm sorry if If it's wrong we apologize I very much apologize and I don't know so I'm not going to say anything at all I don't want to disrespect nobody but I know that you identify as being part of the LGBTQ community and I am gay for you snow (laughs) and I love when she does because again I follow her on Instagram and I love when she does poppy snow like she'll just (laughs) poppy snow goes hard (laughs) I'm digging the pink hair right now also blonde hair no, she pink? has pink hair right now. I saw her on Instagram Live earlier. <laughs> and in re- related to that Thalia, she she had said, they asked her, she was doing an interview with this guy from Argentina or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had said something about, you know, like, damn, like, that was crazy that that happened. You know, you're getting, like, co-signed by these people. And she was like, yeah, dude, it's, it's just, like, I'm accessible. You know what I mean? She yeah. was like, dude, like, Thalia was in my DMs. You know what I mean? Like, we're, That's you know amazing, what I mean? Like, dude. we're chatting now yeah. and stuff. She was like, but that was just even a big moment for me so i'm just like dude music music in like, the works i don't know is possibly. there something in the future i don't know that'd be pretty no. cool that'd be that'd interesting be to listen to dope bro I that'd mean, be because i wonder what snow would show up like would yeah. she be more melodic would she be you know sing more or whatever mm-hmm. or would she just i don't know i feel like with talia she would come hard like talia would take care of i don't know whatever i'm not a music producer i'm just saying i want <laughs> it to happen like, i'm trying to manifest that but anyway <laughs> Who are you gay for right now, Miss Frenchie? <laughs> Mrs. Frenchie, sorry. Mrs. My bad, Pat. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Señora life. <laughs> Señora life, right? Sabes que I'm gay for a lot of people, pero I don't know. I want to say like our favorite show, me and Pat show, is the Queer Five. You know, the ones on Netflix. I know you probably, oh, but I it's, don't fuck with Netflix, I know, but, but yeah. like these five at night is it like queer eye for the straight guy yeah it's like that Mm -hmm. but it's like the newer version of it and there's this one guy on there he has like he's the one the stylist Mm. his name's jonathan okay he is the picture profile on my netflix okay (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah yeah yeah. i like it i'm with it i'm with it he's so flamboyant he's openly gay you know and what i told you before the show like i just found out he got married like to Mm. you know his his baby you know last year a year you know and i'm just like he got married i was like i'm so happy for him did he get married and not tell anyone did yeah. he just announce it now he oh, just okay. announced it after a year gotcha and i was like oh my god i'm so happy he's just so if you if you would ever watch the show or follow him on instagram he's very like i don't give a fuck what people say mm-hmm. i'm gonna do me if you don't like it turn away like he wears dresses and nice. he still identifies, I think, I don't mean, I could be wrong, but I, I believe he still identifies himself as he and him. Mm-hmm. And he's very, like, dressy, and he, like, shaves his beard and all of his goatees and very, you know, no makeup. Mm. Well, sometimes he'll put glitter on. He's very, like, you know, he don't give a fuck. Yeah. And he'll go to, like, all these award shows and, like, dresses and, like, you know. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, he's just so funny. And mm. he's just, like, he's that one gay best friend you want. Yes. You know? Everyone needs a good yes. gay 
yeah a gay best friend like, gay best friend but like just a good gay in your life because yes. there's so many everyone that all the gays that i have ever known who have been part of my life have all been super honest like yes brutally honest i love that i love we brutal. all need I love blunt. some yeah i love blunt like oh that oh i love blunts, blunts too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like two two dobles um what's it called doble sentido, doble sentido. yes <laughs> no, i remember one time we went shopping and we took one of my gay friends and he loves my mom my mom loves him mm-hmm. and then I've never went shopping with a gay guy. And it was different. And he was like, no, honey, quítate eso. No, ese no. Ese no. I'm sorry, por favor. No. And he was like, mama snooks, come here. You know, be like, I'm like looking at him like, boo, you're supposed to help me shop, not my mom, the fuck? Oh, and I was like, when is he coming again with us? And I was like, <laughs> looking at her. I So you you were saying that he wears um, dresses yeah, and stuff dresses like that to award shows? Award shows. He'll, he'll like wears heels. Is it like super high fashion, like Billy Porter status? Sometimes, not okay. all the time. But he's more like, what, what's that word like more um like subtle type like more like subtle subtle there you they, go yeah okay, more cool, subtle cool. like that and then okay. he's very like off the shoulder type of person Ooh. he'll braid his hair his long brown hair beautiful and i'm I just like, like oh, i just want to be your friend speaking of men in dresses or men in skirts i think this is a good time for story time i don't Ooh. know if i've ever said this on the air before but i know i've told you personally frenchy there was one time that um, my daughter and i were in santa cruz Mm-hmm. And we were out shopping somewhere. And, oh, we were on Pacific Avenue shopping at Crossroads because, yeah. you know me, I love a good thrift, a good <laughs> buy, sell, trade. You feel me? Um, we were at Crossroads or whatever. And, you know, we were just shopping. And my daughter noticed a, a gentleman who had came in. And I believe he had either a skirt or a dress. on. I think it was a skirt. Okay. And she was like, Mom, Mom, that boy's wearing a skirt. How old was she? She was probably about four years old at the time. Okay. She did it two times. One time she did it when she saw a guy wearing a skirt. And then another time she did it when she saw a guy wearing jewelry. Okay. It was like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so anyhow, so this, this time she was like, that guy's wearing a skirt. That guy's wearing a skirt. And of course, my kid, she says (laughs) it like hella loud. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone could hear or whatever. And so like I turned around and I looked at her and I was like, clothes are for people, not Mm -hmm. for genders. Mm, Thank you. Mm -hmm. And she just like stopped for a second, like took that in. And she was like, oh, okay. And like kept on about her day. And I was like, proud of myself for the way that i handled it because i think kids like sometimes like with children things are just so simple like you know what i mean like in their mind like they simplify it to like the lowest common denominator Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and to her that made sense you know and i think sometimes we like oh we have to shelter kids from this because they're not going to understand or Or they don't know they're gonna it's gonna confuse them to see guys dressing as girls or, or vice versa los niños without explaining it yeah, yeah. don't don't do that don't know you know what i mean like, and stop I, it or like big whatever old, yeah. or i you know i there are people even my in my own immediate family that are like oh no like we don't want to take them to like certain places because we don't want them to see like you know what i mean like gay people mm. or like guys kissing guys like that mm. i remember one time inviting a family member to san francisco mm-hmm. and they're like oh no vamos para allá and I was like, why not? San Francisco is dope as fuck. And they're I like, oh, well, because SF. we have the kids. And like, you know, people are like openly gay over there. And if they see like, you know, same sex, you know, kissing mm. or whatever, it's just going to confuse them. It's, so yeah. it's just and I was just like, wow, that's really narrow minded. You know what I mean? Like, like that's really sad that you think like, yeah, that. I'm sorry. like love is love, yeah. you know. And but yeah, I think that it was a, a really easy way of explaining it to her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I had learned that actually. From like an online parenting thing that I follow. I don't know I if it like was like that. Latinx parenting yeah. or like something like that. But they were, it was actually during Pride Month where they were like, this is ways for you to talk to your children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And these this is, these are the terms that you should use. And mm-hmm. these are the healthy ways of, you know, explaining, explaining to yeah. your kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I live a life where, you know, like I accept. At least I try to be accepting of all people's, not racist motherfuckers, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, like if you're a good person with good energy, like I don't care if you're straight, gay, bi, non-binary, male, female, transgender. Like, you're cool with me. If you're a cool cool person, con buena vibra, like. That's I'm, all that matters. Exactly. That's what yeah. matters to me. Yeah. Right. And so, so yeah, I try and be as accepting as I can. And I want my daughter to be raised 
that same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to know people of all different walks of lives and all different sexual orientations mm-hmm. and genders and mm-hmm. people who are gender fluid. And I want her to know the proper terminology. And I'm still learning, right? Yeah, and it's as still I learn process every day. Yeah, yeah. As I learn, I also teach my daughter. And I think that a lot of times people I often will be even asked that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how do you explain that to her? I'm like, it's real easy. I just tell her. You just like, talk to her. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. a child, but at the same time, you have to talk to her like an a little adult in a way, yeah. you know? It's I'm like, like, and I just explain to her. You're not going to hide things from her. The simplest yeah. way that I can. And that is a simple way to explain mm, two it. Two plus two is four, motherfucker. Clothes are for people, yeah. not for genders. I like that. And I think that, you know, the Western world would have us believe that pink is for girls and dresses are for girls and blue is for boys and pants are for, you know what I mean? And it's like, no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You can wear anything you want to wear because clothes are for people, not for genders. Exactly. And she was like, all right, cool. Keep me moving. <laughs> yeah. And so sometimes when people are like, oh, turn that off. Billy Porter's on and he's wearing a dress, Billy Porter. dress gown or whatever. Well, you know what I'm saying? Off, whatever Billy. it is, go you know, who, whoever it is. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, like kids have the capacity to understand things. You haven't never seen that show po- Pose? Pose, yeah, the one that no. he's on it. It's, no, but I have heard of it. It's all, it's on. I think it's on Netflix, but it's also on. Um, it's on that one channel with American Horror Story on it too. FX. I don't watch TV. Oh I don't no, know. no. We I watched the first season of that show, dude. It's fucking amazing. Really? They have like I'm I'm horrible with names, but I see like the actresses and actors. Uh-huh. Like I already know. Like they're transgenders. There's like queers. There's gays. There's lesbians on that show, and it's mm-hmm. like everything. It it's so crazy what like there was just one actor he was gay and his family kicked him out because he was gay so he was living in the park mm-hmm. yeah if you guys haven't seen the show sorry like i'm gonna tell you but then like you know fair warning yeah fair warning <laughs> kind of spoiler and, alert and then like he was in the park sleeping earning his money dancing whatever because he was a dancer that's what mm-hmm. he wanted to do and then you know one of the the drag moms found him and took him in under his her wing Aww. and then that's how like you know, somewhat, just, you know, different stories in the yes. show. But that's like the one thing that always sticks to me because, of course, like it's really hard for men to come out to their families, mm-hmm. you know, especially. It's like, hard for anybody. Yeah, men, no, women. of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say names, but like I know someone in my family that has been in the closet for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I've always had her back, you know, um, Pat's always had like everyone, you know, we all had her back like, yo, like. If your parents are not going to support you, like, fuck them. You got us. Yeah. You know, you're always going to have our doors open for you and your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year she finally um, wrote a letter to her parents. How did they receive it? They nothing was mentioned to us. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that they want to go visit her this year because she doesn't live in California. Oh, okay. So they want to they want to visit her and. Mm. talk to her like you could have told us you know so i know they it's hard for them because again they become from a very catholic religious family and it's Mm -hmm. not easy yeah but that's what she feels also like she like we know we talked about earlier too like religious she backed away a lot from it Mm -hmm. because she didn't feel welcomed Mm. even and she told me i still pray to god i still pray to the virgin mary you know yeah but i just don't feel I'm welcome if I go to church. I'll feel some type of way. Yeah. And I was like, I just like when she told me that I hugged her so tight. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's like, so difficult. It's so hard. Like, I, I can't imagine. And, you know, but it's just those little things right there with people going through and imagining, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, like suicidals and hurting themselves or people, whichever, you know, it, it's it's hard. It's not easy to come out like that. And especially like if you don't have like a very supportive loving family it it makes it even more difficult yeah that's so true yeah i think that having like a supportive family makes all the difference in the world hell yeah dude yeah but i mean i hate and even if it's not your family i think just having a a loving supporting like network of people around you right it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily have to be family because sometimes family sucks and like our chosen family you know our friends or whatever our chosen family are really you know yeah the closest that we're to or the people who support us the most and stuff like that so yeah yeah it's just crazy how life is you know but um is there anyone else i mean other than that yeah so another one (laughs) out of east side san jose that dude i just love their work is a poet Um, oh yeah you did mention yeah yeah which is yosemar reyes 
and he is a queer, undocumented poet, like I said, from Eastside San Jose. He has like a chat book that you could buy. He's just super talented and he writes in Spanglish and he writes about his own, like he's mostly a spoken word poet, mm-hmm. but he also writes short stories and he just writes about, you know, his own experiences and stuff and He's super close to his grandma. And yeah. And he talks about her and stuff. And he always refers to her as the last sacred thing he holds or the last sacred thing he has, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also like super fucking sassy and like, and you know, just. <laughs> I don't know. He don't He's give just, a fuck. He don't, no, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> follow him on social media if you don't already, because it's just fucking hilarious. But he does his Instagram is private, so oh, it is. Okay, yeah, it is. But man, if you could get through, dude, the fucking I highly recommend watching lives. Like, <laughs> oh my god, because he'll just be like folding his clothes, talking about girl. I'm trying to get cute for this weekend. A girl's got to get snatched for <laughs> yeah. hot girl summer. You know what I mean? But he's also like but my mom pissed me off and like you know being the sign that i am i want to be like fuck that bitch but we're trying to grow we're oh, trying to grow I, does he have like, a tiktok i don't know because i don't have tiktok uh, i want to say like i seen something like that that's why maybe i don't know because i was dude i was cracking the he's fuck up when he's so like, yeah. funny he's so funny and again all of the things that he writes about are so relatable being you know from an undocumented family and stuff one of my favorite pieces that he wrote he talks about his birthday Mm. his 16th birthday and so he says that you know when other like kids here or whatever they turn 16 and their parents like bought him a car and shit like that Mm -hmm. and they like you know are teaching him how to drive and stuff he's undocumented so like his family was like gordo it's time for you to go get uh you know like a fake social or whatever you know right and he was like so while other kids are getting their driver's license my family's only here having me commit federal crimes and shit <laughs> Exactly, bitch. And he says it just like with the delivery of it and his like cadence and fucking on point, bitch. And he says something like, everybody knows que en el apartamento 24, you can get your green card. You can become legal by your own terms. Like That shit reminds me of my fucking when I was little shit. (laughs) <laughs> right? Because it's so relatable, right? Because we know everyone had a Theo or a cousin or a homie. or Yeah, you knew that that was like... Two, ho- two apartments down, you can get like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. But he tells these stories and he talks about his tias and his grandmother and his mom. And, you know... And, I and, love that. And she's just such an amazingly talented poet and writer. And if you don't know... Well, now you know. Now you know, bitch. And go follow. Well, yes, does he go like, follow. Does he have a, like, well, I'm you, assuming like he like. If you can, because again, he is he's private. private. But you can find his work on YouTube. Just, you know, search it up. Is there like. And so the way that you spell it is Y-O-S-I-M-A-R. Yosimar mm-hmm. Reyes. R-E-Y-E-S. Ooh, double Reyes in the next... Yeah. Uh, we're talking another Reyes? I love it. <laughs> another Reyes, yeah. I love it. Um, And so, yeah, he's just currently undocumented. And so I think the other thing, too, that is so amazing about his work is that there's a lot of intersectionality in mm. it. You know, not only is he, you know, undocumented, he's also queer. You know, he talks about, you know, the whole concept of like, ni de aquí, ni de allá. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah, there's a lot of intersectionality in his work. There's it's very raw. It's but it's also extremely polished. It's so well written and and it's just I love that. I'm gonna so look it up. Yeah, look it up. He's he did some amazing there's some YouTube videos that the ones that I particularly recommend are he has a YouTube video of the readings he did at the San Francisco Public Library. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the videos are about eleven minutes long, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's so cool. Those are like some of my favorite ones, man. Just I gotta really look into that. I love I love watching all that mm-hmm. and hearing about that. He actually did um, some of the opening, cre- like, you know, like the opening visuals and stuff like that for like concerts. You know how a lot of, a lot, a lot oh, of concerts yeah, yeah, yeah. will start. He did those for, for Carlos Santana. Oh, shut up. That's yeah. so fucking tight. Carlos Santana had like heard about him, I believe. And well, um, Santana, I mean, he lives in San Francisco, no? Was it up there? Yeah. Yeah. And so someone like reached out to him and said like, yo, like he wants to come to your show or whatever. 
was it Carlos Santana? Now I'm, I f- I'm like, dang, I better tell this fucking story, right? <laughs> um, better say it right, bitch. Just yeah. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, yeah. So anyhow, he ended up coming to one of his poetry readings. He asked him to go to dinner or whatever. And then they ended up working together. And he created this like poem and the visuals for the, the opening of the concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an amazing story about how he got his chapbook published so if you don't know that'll be a task <laughs> go find out guys it's an amazing story um and yeah he's someone that he's i'm on, like you're gay over yes i'm so gay it. over it yeah and whenever i can catch those instagram lives bro those are like amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay but it's my turn i have it i have two people that i really look at i get gay over and honestly like this is my girl man she considered like she she's a queer latina and of course, she's a bruja. So, and I love that about her. She's um, on Instagram. She's the Mexican witch, Valeria, mm. the Mexican witch. Okay. And she's very all about her crystals, her tarot, her her readings, and everything. And mm. she don't give a fuck what she posts on her Instagram. She I will be it. bare naked, showing ass, <laughs> maybe some titties, but she'll cover her nipples. Yes. But <laughs> but she don't care, and she like you know she, she has like. She's Latina. Curvy. You know? She's curvy as fuck. Love and it. There was this one person, of course, a man had to say this stuff saying, like, why are you showing off your body? You're not even skinny. Bitch, she, who asked you? Exactly. So I remember ever since she posted that, she was like, I will post my fat stomach. I will post my ass. I'll keep posting my small titties on here. <laughs> if you don't like it, unfollow me. Pa- <laughs> keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Exactly. Keep it moving, bitch. And it's keep so sad it because moving. she was very, she's very outspoken person and she's mm-hmm. very like about her you know black lives matter she's all about like you know protecting her own and her raza and gays and you know everything got it really sadly she got her her instagram account taken away what she got yeah. disabled yeah because what she was on talking about bullshit on her live and people didn't agree with it or people were just being fucking haters like always so they like disabled her instagram so being the bad bitch that she is, she made another one. <laughs> <laughs> like she made up another All right. one. She was like, you know what? Fuck this. And she's very well known in the Bruja community. Nice. And I, if, again, if you guys don't know who she is, her name is the Mexican witch. Her name is Valeria. We have, we're friends on Snapchat, so we talk here and there, and I fucking love her. <laughs> like, I get all, like, fangirl about I it. I love the fangirl. And, like, honestly, dude, like, she can get it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Pat, but add it to the list, All Pat. Right. <laughs> After Eva and you. I love it. And it's just she's just so amazing and she doesn't give a fuck what she posts. And then you know, if you guys are interested, again, if she sells crystals too, she'll go on live and be like, I'm selling this crystal, that crystal. I believe nice. she also has like Etsy on her. Yeah, she has an Etsy. She does like she sells oils, like, you know, she'll do tarot for you. Stuff like that, if you're into, like, obviously. That's super dope. Dude, I love it. Yeah, she's a queer bruja. I love it. And she's amazing. And she's just, dude, she'll put on, like, a full face of makeup, not giving two fucks about how it looks like. And she'll be like, hola, this is Valeria, the Mexican witch. But it's just the way she talks. It's like, oh, my gosh, she's so cute. I just want to, like, cuddle with her. It's so true. Just the way that they talk. It's like the cadence that they yes, have. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just like that that I, right? There's something yes. about sometimes even just the tone of someone's voice or something that I'm just like, dang. See, like, look it. See, look it. She's see? showing me a pic, a, like badass picture of her. Yeah, she has like a tarot on her ass <laughs> while looking at it close up it. now. But yeah, she's very like that. She's loud and she's proud. And I love who she represents and what she represents. So again, if you guys are interested or, you know, again, she's like a bruja. And I know that's like the thing now for everybody to go look into. But Mm -hmm. I mean, if you guys are interested, she sells crystals. So and they're all blessed. So I say go and check out her stuff. And she's under the Mexican witch, literally the Mexican witch. Todo corrido, one word. Yeah. Okay. I'll, we'll do one more each. Yeah. Yes. And then we'll start to wrap it up because we're going to try and keep the shows to about an hour here. I know you guys so. want to listen to her voice longer, but we course. have to we be do ASMR for you. Oh, but can we do it one time? <laughs> Look at me. I get oh all excited. God. Keep it on track. We're going to keep us on track Don't here. Say that to me. So, <laughs> one, of course, you know me. I love my reading and I'm a big you know, collector of books, as I say now, because I don't no. read as many as I Candy. should be. I'm just kidding. But one of the books that I have read 
recently mm-hmm. is by the writer Jose Antonio Vargas. Okay. He is a a journalist. He's a filmmaker. Um, he's has a production, a like theater production credit, and he's also the author of Dear America: Notes from an Undocumented Immigrant. Um, I love it. Or an undocumented citizen. I'm sorry. And yeah, that book is amazing. So again, Dear America, Notes of an Undocumented Citizen by Jose Antonio Vargas. And we'll add that to our bookshop.org reading list. But he also is from our area here. He's from the Bay Area and he is of Filipino descent. Nice. Um, So, but he's gay Uh and his book book talks about him like not just coming out to his family mm-hmm. but also like you know being undocumented right and mm-hmm. like his struggles um and so again a lot of intersectionality in his work and it's you get such an education mm-hmm. um from reading his book as well because there's a lot of poignant information and relative information to like immigration how those systems work a lot of information with regards to like statistics and things of this nature so super educated guy super smart really talented again he's a writer in different capacities he's also one of the founders or the founder of define america on social media they're a nonprofit organization and they use the power of storytelling to humanize conversations surrounding immigrants and they you know produce videos they do news entertainment digital media all that good stuff and so i think it's so the one of the reasons why i wanted to highlight him and talk about him on the podcast is because I think it's so important for us to regain our narratives, right? And when Mm -hmm. I say us, I mean everybody, all marginalized people. So whether that be people that identify as being in the LGBTQ community, people who are, you know, Mexican-American or Asian-American or African-American or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think it's so important for us to regain the narratives, the, the power of the storytelling, right? And retake our narratives because so often those narratives are told through the the gaze of white America, right? Because mm. it's for the consumption of white America. So I think it's so important for us to just not only know that these things exist, where the narrative of immigration is being told by immigrants for immigrants, mm-hmm. right? And really, we they say, you know, in their mission statement is to, to humanize the conversation surrounding migration because as you if you get to read the book um if you read the book you know a lot of the problem surrounding immigration is like the dehumanization mm-hmm. of people right and so so yeah so i just think that's so important to like support these these causes these organizations these nonprofits buy the book you know support you know these authors and engage with them but shouts to jose antonio vargas man he's a badass filipino american immigrant undocumented citizen fuck that he's not an immigrant he's an undocumented citizen there you go and yeah just a lot of intersectionality with him as well and the book is amazeballs i read it on our bookshop.org reading list that you can access through our instagram bio or the link tree link in our bio so who is the last person that you are gay over okay miss Mrs. Frenchie, fuck, I keep on saying that. Damn, Pat, my bad, my bad. Senora, senora, senora Senora Frenchie. Frenchie. (laughs) I remember the first time when someone called me Doña, I was like, don't ever call me that again. Don't ever say that shit to me ever again in my whole life. Um, the last person, I love that you're bringing like everyone like, you know, local. I was like thinking that and I'm over here in my I ass. I didn't even do that on purpose. But you and did then, and I yeah, love that. But I did. Yeah. I love that. And over here I'm thinking like people that are in like queer and a Latino like famous, you know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, we're, we both, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> the person that I'm the last person is, have you heard of Curly, the Curly show? Um, no. Curly Velasquez. Uh-uh. Oh my God, he's fucking hilarious. So anyways, he's a queer Central Americano from L.A. Nice. Salvadoreño. Salvadoreño. Yeah, so he's up all his pupusas and I do his, his grandma make, looks like he, she makes bomb ass pupusas. Shout out. Oh, yes. Pupuseria Marlenis yes. on Monterey Street here in Salinas. Shout they make authentic bomb. bomb pupusas in Salinas. They're the only, are they the only place that serves like authentic, like, Authent- yeah. They're actual Salvadorian yeah, people in the back make, yeah. making them and shit. No, yeah. they're the only ones here in Salinas. Yeah, they're the only ones. Because I know that they sell them like at, Casa de Sazón, but it's not the same. I, I wasn't going to say that, but... I did. 
<laughs> love it but anyhow tell Anyways, me about curly so curly I, I first saw him like he was doing like youtube videos like on buzzfeed on pero like you know those okay type of videos. Yeah. yeah and it was just always he was that one gay guy you know just mm-hmm. being funny but he wasn't always like presenting himself as a gay man but you knew he was gay you know mm-hmm. and i just love the fact like now he has like his he's He's an actor. He does his own things like with BuzzFeed still. He does all the stuff with like Latinos. Yeah. He's very for and by the people, you know. He's also like undocumented and, you know, his family vineyard from like the struggle. And I love the fact Mm. also he's super close to his grandma. And I love the fact that he still has her in his life. And she's very like she's I think um, in one of the videos, I think she has like early like stages of dementia. So it is. And but it's so funny because like they have this relationship where she's like, the fuck is wrong with you? You know, (laughs) and it's just hilarious because like he she knows he knows that it's not her talking, but Mm -hmm. still like I'm going to take care of you. You know, like I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to make you feel good. Like he even dyed homegirl's hair purple. (laughs) <laughs> like a cute lavender color to make her feel good you know and then there's this one i remember video that he put on his instagram he got his mom hella dolled up like all chula looking right mm, i like it and I then like he it. was like wait till dad comes home mom wait till dad comes home and he's like oh she's not he's not gonna notice he's not gonna notice you know because really like i yeah. get a haircut does pat notice no <laughs> i noticed that shit <laughs> <laughs> and then so when he the husband or his dad came home like he looked at his wife like oh my god like what did curly do to you like you do like your hair because they all have curly hair mm. you know it's just the way he like serenaded and he was like see i did this for you mom like to make you feel a certain way you know Aww. and i just like the love that he has for his family it's just like i love it and it's amazing and it just feels it's a good warm like that's our family that we can relate to, you know, like with I, the grandma stuff. I think that too, like no matter how you identify, like in your, you know what I mean, as mm. a person or in your sexuality or whatever, like there's still so much commonality between us, right? Everyone loves someone who loves their grandmother. Like how can yeah. you not? That's such a precious. Exactly. It's, it's it's something that we held so close to our hearts. Exactly. And then like. I know you're close to your grandmother, you know, yeah. and then, like I was close. I'm still close to my grandma. I know, mommy, I know you're still around me. You make it loud and clear that you're around. Yep. And before like we, you know, we start ending and everything. He made this one TikTok video, right? Mm-hmm. He said Latino actors I had a crush on in the 90s. Ooh, and I love that. He put Renole Santiago, John Seda. It was cute. And he put Jacob Vargas, like, you know, all these old school movies, Big Sleepy. And oh, little sleepy. Yes. Oh, I saw this, and then they reacted back yes, to him, right? Okay, curly. yeah. Oh, and John Leguizamo, like them, you know, yes. he was all like, and Benjamin Pratt. Oh, that man, sorry, Benjamin Pratt, Jimmy Smith, like todos, yes, right? Jimmy so, Santiago, yeah. And then so he like Latino actors who reacted to my last TikTok, and like they actually like got that video snipped it they're like oh my god thank you so much like we appreciate it you know that's so cool it's like i'm so flattered much love back to you like that was reynoli santiago and i was like oh my god like they actually like oh you know and you know how some men are like ew gross the fuck but ellos are like dude thank you like thank you for having crush on us yeah exactly fantasizing you know (laughs) like thanks bro like appreciate that i love that when i saw that i I kept replaying it over and over because he was like what the fuck did i do but he was just like his little tongue was like all like that's so cool just like i thought that was really tight i was like i love that like no machismo was in there that yeah i love that too i love that there's like no machismo and that they would like respond back and even though they're straight like cis men or whatever they're just like yo thanks for the love (laughs) see it's okay boys for all the boys that are listening all the men all the compas it's okay i mean that doesn't make you any less of a man like pat's best friend is gay really yeah and he when they were younger they grew up in delano and stuff like mm-hmm. that and then like he would do his mom's hair see that's so cool and, and then, it's okay yeah. you can have gay friends you could have exactly. you know what i mean yeah. like that doesn't make you any less manly i don't know that whole that's such a like no insecurity exactly. bullshit don't do that boys it's it's and, a turn off yeah, exactly i was gonna say that coming <laughs> from a single woman don't it's do that. a turn off. Don't be Don't that do man. It. Don't be that guy. Don't be that person. Yeah. No. You know, and women 
You're not an ally if your boyfriend is homophobic. Say if your partner is homophobic. I just, yeah, sorry. I no, saw that. No, I, no, I saw that you posted that. I was like, yes. I saw that on Instagram and I was like, this is definitely worthy of a repost because I think so many people like claim to be allies. And I mean, not to say that any of us here are perfect, right? No, but like not, we no. do our best, you know? But yeah, I I don't want to swap bodily fluids, not even spit with somebody who <laughs> is homophobic. Sorry. I don't fuck with that. No kisses from this no. side. Keep it moving, sweetheart. <laughs> yes. Shashay Sh- mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Sorry. Like Rob Poo says, like, that's mm-hmm. my boo boo. We don't say things like that. Yeah. That's small like dick that. energy. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> next. On that. Thank you. Next. On that note, <laughs> we will get into our regalos y cargas, right? Yes. And so do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You can go first. I went first last Let's week. Let's see. What is my carga this week, today? What's going on? I'm busy, man. You are. I'm busy. I got a lot of stuff going on. I got but you a, got that good energy, though. Yeah. I got I. It's one of those. You know how like in an interview, they'll like ask you, like, what's your biggest flaw? And you're like, I have a hard time not completing tasks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like that's my thing. Like I'm busy and it's tough because I'm like constantly go, go, go. Usually I just let like my natural body clock wake me up. Like I'm having to set alarms because a bitch is tired, getting mm-hmm. up early, going to bed late, like having to put every single little thing in my calendar so I don't forget. And yeah. like, you know, scheduling in time. Time. I'm like, baby girl, like, I want to see you before you go. You got two hours. I got from four to six on Tuesday. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's You're just a busy like women. Yeah. And having to do that, you know what I mean? With my friends, mm-hmm. with, you know, and just getting all of the meetings and everything mm-hmm. taken care of. And so, yeah, that's my karga because I'm super busy. But also, you know, bitch can't complain. I feel like I'm getting back a little closer to like the woman that I was before I had Amelie when I was like more in the corporate world Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and like having meetings and having emails and deadlines and shit like that and I'm like you know a bitch is necessary imported needed and wanted you feel me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah busy it's a it's a good busy but busy nonetheless and my regalo I might cry why? Because shout out to my baby boy, Xavier, Aww. my godson, Xavier Alexander, who's going to be graduating this year. And I remember literally the day that he was born. Oh, yo, it is. I know. I'm just so excited for him. You're and happy. I just, I'm so proud of him. Like, you have no idea, you know? And You're like, make me cry. Stop it. Yeah. And I just think about, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that as. We had talked about, you know, for Women's History Month when we talked about our moms, like you guys might know, like my mom dropped out of high school and she actually went back to high school and graduated the same year that I did. And my Mm -hmm. sister had dropped out of high school as well and then had to go back and, you know what I mean, and get her high school diploma. And, you know, she has other degrees now and stuff like that. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's not like it set her back from anything. It just was delayed. It wasn't like on the timeline. Right. You know, and I was like the first one in my family to like graduate, like when I was, well, I graduated a year ahead of my class, but like on time, you feel me? Or like even before time. Right. (laughs) And so just To know that he broke that, like he's the oldest, you know Mm. what I mean? He's my sister's the oldest of our family, our immediate family, and that's her oldest son, you know? So I I love to take pictures of Amy with Xavier because I always say it's the oldest and the youngest right now. You know what I mean? Like he, that's, he's. He's the example for the his generation, you know what I mean? For his cousins, for my daughter. And I'm just so proud of him. And I, I'm so proud that I get to take Amy to her first high school graduation party. And then it gets to be her big cousin, Xavier. And she looks up to him so much and she loves him so much. Aww. And we ordered a graduation lay for him and we worked on a couple different projects yeah. and, i don't know whatever and so i'm just so so proud of it's you it's a Poppy. big accomplishment like, good for him i'm Shout out so to proud of you javi and you have no idea nina loves you so much and fuck covid because you only get four tickets and i'm not going to be able to be there but just know that like from wherever i'm at i'm like so incredibly proud of you and Aww. like you did it Poppy. you you set the tone for the whole generation and I know that you're going to change the world and I expect such beautiful, great things from you. And so also I'm just so grateful um, to creator for, you know, for blessing our family with such an amazing soul in him and for just mm-hmm. showing him favor because I know that. Congratulations, yeah. dude. So thank you. 
<laughs> you were part of that growing up with him. I know you were. Yeah. I haven't. I didn't know. I haven't known you for years. But the way you talk about him and the way you always there for him. Shout out to you, Tambien Amiga. Yeah, my baby. You did. The, you did the damn the thing, basketball Tambien. games yes. and all the yes. yeah. You're that Amy one was sad. <laughs> yeah, Amy was sad. She's like, Mommy, we didn't go to no basketball games this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like so sad. You know what I mean? Because that's part of our routine. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's I had all it. his coaches on speed dial, like baseball, <laughs> football, did. basketball. I was like, Coach Bullard, I'm just saying at 3.2 minutes when we're, you know, <laughs> and I'd go back and watch know. all the tape. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I was at Nina. But anyhow, I love you, baby boy. Nina's proud of you. Oh, yeah. Frenchie. <laughs> uh, my carga this week, I have not really worked out in the morning like I used to. I've been tired. I think just physically and emotionally, I just been, I just can't, you know? Mm-hmm. And I went once this week. I'm not going to lie. One I went time once. Time is better than and no time. I am sore as fuck right now. So. <laughs> thanks Isaac um that's our trainer at the camp <laughs> and I was just thinking I was like I, I just haven't been myself you know and I was like maybe this is my time to recharge again you mm-hmm. know plus we're fucking retro fucking mercury right now tambien mercury Fu- and retrograde yes, yes fuck that man it's a double retrograde too right yes Ugh. fucking bitch <laughs> I'm so pissed I'm thinking like this is why shit's always going on right now especially when it's like that anyways this is a big release too of yes, emotions right now like the lot. wind is coming in and it's like yeah but it, it's mm-hmm. it's just a lot to take in a lot and of movement a lot of like you said like yeah emotions and movements and feelings and your shit breaks you know like right yeah. now my card doesn't really want to work anymore so I'm like kind of freaking out you know so I don't know if I want to like I know and I had a dream this morning about the fucking eclipse mm-hmm. and with a new brand new fucking red jeep nice Bitch, I'm trying to manifest a jeep for myself too yeah, tell me why <laughs> today Pat tells me hey my veteran friend just got his jeep a year ago it's 2020 it still works he wants to sell it do you mm. want it and I was like bitch i just had a dream about that and i was like wait let me wait till after mercury retrogrades and we can talk about it right now (laughs) so that's like my god i haven't really been feeling like energized i haven't been feeling myself lately i just been kind of down in the dumps you know Mm -hmm. i kind of lost my motivation and then um yeah but oh mi regalo and i told you guys and i'm okay to share it you know I, every three to six months, I go to the doctor for my thyroid to get it checked. Mm-hmm. And this time I was brave enough to ask my doctor, see, going to make me cry, hey. um, to get a referral for a therapist. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it's um, it's a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have you guys, which I'm like super blessed to have you as my friends and sisters. Um, and I have like, you know, my husband and I have my family, but you always need that non-biased type of person you know yeah yeah someone who's trained because i can listen bitch but i'm like is this good advice (laughs) knock them over the fucking head no just kidding (laughs) and i just i've always been that i've i think i've always been more not myself after my grandma's passing Mm -hmm. like a part of me did leave with her i just feel like i've never really been myself again So I think from there and then other situations, you know, I've gone through and losing things and then dealing with things and then, you know, meeting amazing people like you guys. It's just it's a lot of energy again. Mm -hmm. And I think from now it's like I really need to talk to someone to actually like not have like these dark moments in my head anymore. Yeah. And doing this, it's a really big deal for me. I know my mom doesn't or won't understand you know i love you mom i know you're a great supportive system you're an amazing mom but i just feel like you said having someone that actually went to school for it yeah and actually give me like advice or you know just listen to me you know i always think that like one of the good indicators of Mm -hmm. like of like a therapist that's really good is that someone who gives you like metaphorically obviously tools to put into your tool belt right so like not just someone who like listens to you but also gives you like tips and tricks and ways for you to be able to cope and you know get through things in life like on your own Mm -hmm. right and I think yeah I'm bringing up that word too I'm just so proud of you for being so proactive when it comes to your health especially your mental health and I think it's important to be proactive and not Mm -hmm. reactive Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think also that sometimes we get to a point of realization that 
I've been coping with things for a long time, mm-hmm. but maybe I haven't healed from these things. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to really, again, I'm just so proud of you for Thank taking you. on that like responsibility for yourself and saying it like, took a I'm lot heal yeah. this like now. I want this like you know I've always taken care of my body and like because mm-hmm. obviously because of my thyroid and other issues of course to always take care of your like physical body but don't forget about your mental health yeah because that's like a shit that's gonna fuck you up yeah. so bad in so many ways it's mind body and spirit. yeah it's threefold yeah you know what I mean like, yeah and I'm okay to talk about it now and say things like you know I've been suicidal i've been having dark thoughts i've been just depressed and now i'm just like you know what i i need to do this for me because like Mm -hmm. i don't want to maintain this like you know like drake says only on camera type of stuff you know and you know not that i'm saying like i'm like super upset with my life no it's just there's things that i just want to talk and heal from it correct you know like there's a lot of trauma just -hmm. like everyone yeah and then me i'm just that's a positive thing yeah to look at that to name it (laughs) it took me like Seven years later to do it. But hey, I'm better late than never. (laughs) And also just a quick little tip that I learned. If anyone ever is in um, a situation where especially not just for, you know, women in particular, but also women of color. Right. Mm -hmm. Like especially black women have a problem with medical professionals, like not trusting them or not giving them like a very high level of care Uh and compared to like white female counterparts. Right. So one of the tricks or tips that I had learned um, Um, And I'd love to share it with everybody else is that if ever you're in a situation where you're asking your medical provider for something and they're not willing to give it to you, like if you're asking a medical provider for a test or for a referral or something like that, and they're not willing to give it to you, a lot of times you need that, you know, for insurance purposes and things like that, ask them to note it in your chart that they're refusing service. They're, you know what I mean? Mm, of whatever yeah. it is that you're asking for, because that put makes them medically liable later. You, you know, if something is gravely wrong and you asked your doctor for, you know, a referral to see a specialist for, you know, whatever reason. Right. And they say, oh, we don't think you need it. You know, it's probably just this, that and the third. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the times, you know, against your own better judgment, you're like, no, I feel I feel not feeling so, you know, your body better than anybody else. Exactly. I guess is what I'm trying to yeah, say yeah, yeah. and if you're ever refused any type of service by your medical provider ask them to note that in your chart and a lot of times oftentimes they'll leave come back and say you know what we thought about it again and maybe you should have a referral yeah bitch or you will have that noted in your chart and so they could be held you know liable if God forbid there is something, you know, wrong with you. So right now when you said that, I just thought about it. It felt like it was important to share. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's our show, guys. Sorry. I know that was kind of a weird way to end it, but welcome we're to Comadres. Because we're smiling at each other. We had a moment, guys. Okay? Yeah, we, just, we locked eyes for yeah, a second. Sorry. Just, you know, like we said, if I wasn't married or anything happens, like we're There's gonna, a list. There's a, yeah. Yeah, I'm top three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are, bitch. And with that, we will wrap up this episode of Comadres. As always, be sure to check us out on social media, especially IG. That's the one we're yes. most active on. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to, you know, continuing our Pride Month. And because we got some amazing guests coming lined on. up. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't say anything no. too much, but it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> we're just excited. We're, we're just super being fangirls right now. Keep on that Instagram story. <laughs> Watch us because we're going to be teasing some really cool stuff for this month, y'all. We're fangirling yes, right now over on this late. side. But let's just say we had an amazing fucking Zoom meeting before we started recording okay guys yes that's it that's it that's all you'll get this time in a couple days we'll tease it on instagram so (laughs) catch y'all next week adios (laughs) ciao bye